to my Folks, I'm your host Troy Ryan, and this is Man of Horror, my horror power where I talk all things scary. This week, I wanted to celebrate St. Patrick's Day, and what better way to do that than talk about Leprechaun? That's right, this is going to be a mech episode all about one thing Leprechaun, the two foot demon who's all about gold. <laughs> so, I'll start with my Leprechaun order, or my top five rather, because there's about eight or nine films in the franchise, but um, I'll do my top five. Then I'll do my top five Leprechaun kills and I'll finish it off with another throwback thriller, which will be Leprechaun Back to the Hood. So stick around for that and let's get started. So in fifth place, we have Leprechaun Returns. This one came out a couple years ago. I want to say at this point, about five or six years ago. But nevertheless, um, despite it not having Warwick Davis, it was a very enjoyable film. Like, I enjoyed it way more than I thought I would. (laughs) Um, It almost felt like a love letter to the original Leprechaun movie. And I really loved the storyline. I enjoyed seeing the character Ozzy again, you know. He was like the sweet simpleton in the first movie, and he's still... Pretty fucking simple, you know, it's kind of the point of his character, but it was just nice to see him, you know, and um, what I liked about this film is the funny parts, like, obviously it's Leprechaun, so it has his horror elements, but the thing with Leprechaun is that he used to make me laugh, and I think the one before this, um, I believe it was Origins, um, they tried to focus too much on the horror aspect, and I think it's not necessarily a bad thing, but it just didn't feel like Leprechaun, right? And I think... This movie balanced the elements pretty well, you know, between the funny and the horror. And shout out to my favorite scene. Um, it featured a Jennifer Aniston impersonator who, like, does her voice. And she sounded just fucking like it. Like, it's like, it was crazy. It was, like, the craziest thing ever. <laughs> um, overall, though, you know, super fun film. And it definitely fits well into the franchise. In fourth place, the first Leprechaun film. I remember seeing this one as a kid and being, like, creeped out all the way up into the part where he's, like, on the tricycle and then my creeped outness just kind of, like, went away. <laughs> like, totally fucking subsided seeing him on that little tricycle. And low-key, as I'm thinking about it, I wonder if, like, the Saw people got inspired by that, right? Like, that's that's totally possible. But um, anyway, though, again, even with the tricycle scene, it doesn't take away from the story by any means. Like, I've always loved the story of Leprechaun, and I wish at times the continuity was done better for more accurate mythology, but one thing is consistent, you know, you fuck with his gold or his wife, quote-unquote, and he comes for you. Um, Another thing I'll say, too, is like a lot of the original mythology that ends up being used throughout the franchise is, um, you know, introduced here you know again with the gold the four-leaf clover thing and another thing with this one too is that you just kind of have to appreciate it because it's jennifer anderson's first movie like 
Come on, right? Um, totally rewatchable. And I think, too, what I like about this one is the slow burn. Um, this one has, like, a slow kind of build-up to Leprechaun's appearance, whereas the other one's kind of, he's immediately there, and then, like, gone for maybe 10, 15 minutes or so and back. This one, there is an opening scene, but then after, there's like about a good 30 minutes, maybe, of just, like, shit happening. Um that's pretty character driven and then they get into you know leprechaun and everything like that so um yeah definitely check that one out if you haven't seen the first leprechaun Shame. yeah in third place um leprechaun 2 this one introduced the mythology behind you know saying bless you to a woman who's chosen by the leprechaun to wed to save her it was so interesting to me i'm like you know I've said it before, I'll say it again, I'm a huge mythology buff. And so I just love stuff like that. And it just, it just like, <clears throat> again, piqued more of my interest and in, outside of like the leprechaun mythology, but there's some like Irish mythology and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, you know, it was the first film that, like how I mentioned, you know, if you fuck with his gold or his wife, he comes for you. And so this was the film that introduced the theory behind the wife, you know, um, and just just showed us another way to get the wrath of the leprechaun, you know. If he chooses someone, you know, God help you if you get in the fucking way, basically. Um, and this one had, like, a lot of fun elements to it, too, you know. I will say the characters, the main characters are kind of dull. Like, the actor and actress, they're... It, I don't know, it's something very dull about them. But Warwick Davis as leprechaun shines, and he makes up for their lack of, like... I don't know, excitement, <laughs> like characterization or something like It's something, I don't know. Watch Leprechaun 2, and I think you'll understand what I mean. Um, this one is one of the few that I watched like a bunch as a kid. In second place, Leprechaun 3. Now, this one I'm pretty sure I watched the most as a kid. It's so fun. Like, So it takes place in Vegas, which should already kind of let you know that they were going for like bigger stakes. And I think this one had like the biggest budget of the three and you can just definitely tell um and so what happens in this one is like this guy is like basically infected with leprechaun's blood and slowly becomes like him and it deepens the mythology of the leprechaun himself by you know introducing that and then they also introduce this mythology of the coin of like if you have one of his gold coins you can make a wish which wasn't done in any of the movies before um and this will also just have some of my favorite kills in the franchise too and I know I said it's fun to watch, but it totally is. And I think Warwick Davis is my favorite in this one. Either this one or my first. Like, like my first choice <clears throat> has one of my favorite representations of Leprechaun. And so I struggle between the two. But with that, I'll actually go ahead and get into the first place film, which is Leprechaun Back to the Hood. Um, yo, this shit is just goofy. It's cheesy. <laughs> It's so fucking cheesy, but it's just good old cheesy horror at its finest, right? Like, I love when films do the whole go to the hood trope, right? There's always these weird ass stereotypes that just never go over well. But the blackness that they try to exude at some point is comical. And with this one, you know, it's not done maliciously. It's just done ignorantly. Funny, but ignorant as hell. <laughs> and that's just like this this movie overall, like... It's just like some of the characters are so stereotypically one-dimensional, it doesn't even make fucking sense. Um, I, I, 
I'll talk about the movie in more detail, so I won't even like go there fully, but I don't know. It's a huge improvement on Leprechaun in the Hood because that one is just I I don't even know what the hell is going on with that movie. But like this one, um again you get into the characters. I actually like like the characters in this one. Um again, one dimensional, but they're they're kind of fun because you get to know them a bit more. Like we we get a lot of their motives and desires and we kind of want to see their journey. Because they're not necessarily bad characters. They dialogue terrible, but like character wise, like character wise, they are very interesting, and, and um, you know, you just you want to see them win. So, um, but yeah, this one is another one that has like some of my favorite kills in the franchise. So I will get into that next. Oh, this is so good! Shit! Oh no! What's up, little man? How you living, dog? Oh, you want some, you want a hit, man? You want a hit? Yeah. I haven't smoked a good pipe in a long time. All right, all right. So that was my top five Leprechaun films. Um, next up, we got my top five Leprechaun kills. So in fifth place, the pogo stick kill and the first Leprechaun film. Dog. Okay, so. <laughs> Leprechaun literally pogo sticks on top of a man's lungs for stealing a coin. And it's wild because he didn't, like, intentionally steal the coin, but Leprechaun, you know, didn't give a fuck. You know, you got a coin, you did. But this kill always makes me laugh because the guy watches Leprechaun pogo across the fucking room to his body. It's like, bro, just stand up. (laughs) And fourth place, the bong kill from Leprechaun Back to the Hood. This one is a fun-ass kill scene, man. Um, Leprechaun basically stumbles across a guy who's smoking a bong, and the guy asks if he wants to hit it, and they get blown. Side note, it's one of my favorite Leprechaun quotes. A friend with weed is a friend indeed. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, you know, they smoke for a while, and then the guy drops a coin out of his pocket, which is, you know, obviously one of Leprechaun's gold coins, and he sobers up like that, like, instantly. And the man grabs a coin, and long story short, bong through the stomach. <laughs> um, they had, like, a nice little touch that they added of just, like, I mean, I'm pretty sure that's what would actually happen, but just how it plays out looks good. Um, it's just, like, the blood spilling into the bong, then the bong water becoming, like, totally red from the blood. Cool little cool little touch. Chef's kiss. <laughs> um, in third place, the body blow-up kill on Leprechaun 3. This kill is, like, one of Leprechaun's most deceptive i feel like um and this one again i mentioned how they deepen the mythology of the coins in the series and how those who make wishes with the coin have them come true but it's also leprechaun so it's like you know it's going to be a catch so this woman has a coin and she basically wishes for a thicker body bigger ass bigger breasts bigger lips and leprechaun is like cool wish granted he delivers except those body parts don't stop from growing. So, like, her ass, her titties, her lips, all that shit just, like, keep growing and growing to the point where she fucking explodes. Wow. In a second place, the jaw snatch from Leprechaun Back to the Hood. Another one from my favorite film. Um, a woman, shout out to actress Keisha Sharp, had a gold coin melted down to a gold tooth. Cliche as fuck. I know, of course. Um, but then Leprechaun finds her. And then long story short, he rips out her fucking jaw. 
And then removes the gold tooth from it, throwing the jar like just in the air, like while he walk away. Like it's he could have just like took the tooth. I mean, again, he's a fucking demon killer, <laughs> so of course. But it was just like it was it's some crazy shit. Um, lastly, in first place, the only kill to not have Warwick Davis, and ironically, one of the best kills um, in the franchise is Ozzy's body birth from Leprechaun Returns. Um, I mentioned before, you know, Ozzy was like the simpleton character who, um, at this point survived, um, you know, Leprechaun the longest, I think, out of all the characters or whatever. Maybe not, maybe not, because I think the two people in the second one, I, I don't know, they're, whatever, I'll leave that alone for now. Um, <laughs> but basically Ozzy, um, just like this green liquid, like he accidentally like swallows some, and it makes him nauseous, and he starts bloating really bad. And he throws up this four-leaf clover, which has kind of been keeping him safe. And the leprechaun spawns from his body, like, this literal, like, bursting out of his fucking entrails. Like, it's honestly the bloodiest leprechaun kill in the entire franchise. I think even outside of, like, the woman blowing up, it had nothing on this shit because it was just, like, entrails and guts and shit and just a little mini leprechaun standing there smiling, like, ah, you know, just, just fucking sick. <laughs> Where did you get that? Oh, hey, man, you don't need to worry about that, little man. We just here to smoke, all right? You know. That's me gold. Now give it back. There's a good boy. All right, all right, all right. So, yes, that was my top five Leprechaun kills. Now, let's go ahead and get into today's throwback thriller, Leprechaun Back to the Hood. Um, All right, so I mentioned this movie already. You know, um, as I said before, it is ignorant but fun. <laughs> um, ignorant because, again, like the stereotypical characters that they have, these people play, but... It, it, I think it's one of my favorites in contrast because of, again, my favorite thing ever, deepening the story or deepening the mythology of a series or a character. And this film does that in some very interesting ways. Um, one of them is in the opening credits, there's like this super dope opening like illustration that pretty much tells the story of Leprechaun and how... They were chosen to protect the king's gold, but one of them just got a little bit too greedy after they were no longer needed and coveted the gold and, you know, basically became the leprechaun that we know today. So that was really cool. Um, and then, like, the illustrations in that were super fucking dope, too. Like, they had, like, these, well, yeah, like I said, illustrations or whatever, and it was just, it was very cool to see. Um Another part of mythology that they added into this is that, like, so they changed Leprechaun's pot of gold to a chest of gold, right? Like, it was always the pot in all these movies up to this point, and it was, like, gold in a chest. And what they introduced was the chest always reveals itself once it's closed. So, like, they would dump out all the gold coins and then close the chest. And then open it back up and it's back refilled. And all those same gold coins that were poured out are still, like, out on the table. So they don't, like, you know, disappear and go back into it. It just replenishes itself. So that was something different that they had did. Um, but, yeah. So, again, this is one of my favorites. I think with this one, they had a lot of interesting characters, despite the stereotypical um, aspects to them or their dialogue. Um 
like I said, you know, you want to see them win. We learned a lot about these characters in such a short time because I think this one is like an hour and like 20 minutes. <laughs> but we learned so much about these characters. Um, and it, it just it aids in the, the journey to the end because, again, you want to see them win. One of the characters they introduced to, it irritated me. It irritated me because um, she was a witch, right? Like this kind of like psychic witch. And this is the first time that they introduce the idea of deeper supernatural aspects in the world into, you know, the Leprechaun films. And it was like they had like this little mini battle, which I would have loved to see more of. Um, just more mad, like, like more magic. Like they had, you know, you got the psychic witch here and she has like this basically premonition and tells the girl like, you're going to come into this gold, but you need to turn it away. And, you know, all that happens and she's right, blah, blah, blah. But then towards the end, you know, like I said, she has this like, like magic battle with the leprechaun and the leprechaun wins. We don't really know how we just like his eyes turn like super red and demonic or some shit. And she just like screams as they show like the outside window. So that's kind of that scene always creeped me out just because of the demonic part, right? Like, again, his eyes just turned red. He just looked so different than Leprechaun had looked in any of the other films. And so that part, you like, kind of got me a bit when I was younger. But what I've, I would have loved to see more, um, more psychic fight. Um, randomly with this film, too, though, the soundtrack was kind of dope. <laughs> like, there was, like, several scenes that I recall specifically because of the song that was playing in them um so that's you know but um also like i said too this one just has like a lot of my favorite kills um the bong kill the jaw rip and, and, and there's like several others that are really really fun and then that's what also irritates me too there's two deaths that we don't necessarily get a chance to see the psychic lady's death because we saw so many of them so it was like why not show us these um, but the psychic lady's death and then one of the main characters, um, her name is Lisa, her death and her death scene irritated me because she seemed smarter than what she did. Um, like, I, I don't know. She, like her character seemed to be the logical character. And then when her death scene came, she just became like stupid. Like it was just like immediately like, Oh, I don't know anything. Um, <laughs> like I hate what care, like, like, like when people write, things like that and they don't take into consideration the character that they've introduced so it's almost like a slap in the face a little bit but whatever um cool movie i'll say there's a lot of young black actors in this one like way before their like big moments and stuff like that that i appreciate um you know there's a young tangy miller laz alonzo keisha sharp sticky fingers Paige kennedy um Shout out to Paige Kennedy, too, because he went to my same high school, Cody High School, a Detroit. <laughs> but, um, yeah, fun film. I gave it two out of five stars. Um, one for watchability. Like I said, it's it's one of the funner ones. Um, you'll like if you watch this in comparison to Leprechaun in the hood, you'll turn that one off real fucking quick. Like, <laughs> so this one is 10 times more watchable. Um, and then kill creativity. Because, again, like I said, it has some of my favorite kills. And, like, outside of the bong kill, the jaw rip kill, there's um the one guy who just, like, kind of, he, like, tires out, in a sense. And then, like, knocks him the fuck out. Um, there's the lady who he's, like, massaging, and he just kind of, like... And that one, I'm not fully sure what he does, but I just like the scene. <laughs> he, like, 
I think chokes her or something. And maybe like breaks her her neck bone. Or something. I I'm I'm not fully sure, but anyway, two out of five, totally fun film. Um, if you haven't seen it, I I, I won't shame you. That's totally fine. Um, but actually, no. You know what? I'm gonna shame you because if you're a black horror fan or just a horror fan in general, this should have totally come across your goddamn radar. <laughs> oh yes, there will be blood. All right, all right, all right. So that was my review of the throwback thriller for this week, Leprechaun Back to the Hood. Don't forget to follow the official Instagram page for the pod, Man of Horror underscore podcast. I appreciate you guys so much for listening. We're almost at the season finale. So wild. Um, but with this, I am at 36 episodes altogether once I release this, 36, 37, because I have to release Love Journal too. But either way, as you closer towards 50 episodes, I'm so excited. Um, appreciate you guys. We're at 500 plus listens. We're going to keep going, keep getting better, and keep growing. But until next time, stay spooky, folks. Peace. Eyes, eyes, eyes.